do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. Listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Feel me a knock and knock and knock. Now they keep telling me about the about the trip about the place okay. you're at. So it, we're right on a lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's a lake. It looks like a lake, and uh, all the Spanish moss. You know, anytime I see Spanish moss, I feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah. And I kind of am on vacation because I don't have to do anything till Saturday. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's I'll, unbelievable. It is. I'll go to different people's classes. Like my friend Christine Ashworth is here and I'll go to her classes. And uh, M- my friend Merv is coming in today, I think. And I'll go to his probably his classes. And You're then come uh, out of it with so many ideas. Yeah, but I can't do anything till I finish this book. So there you go. That's it. But I'm going to do some. I'm going to do some writing on this book because right now, Mr. Hanky is, of course, practicing in that little concrete room, and I can't hear myself think because he's practicing and singing, and it's like, buddy, find a place to do that. But you know, <laughs> he did. He has, found a, he has found a place to do it. And it's time for me to find a place to do what I need to do, which is here. I'm in the cafeteria. Oh, and this is a, it's a Kiwanis camp. So there's a big. Kiwanis. That is cool. Oh, yeah. And I've got the phone propped up against the stick of firewood. That's the way to make it happen. Way to make it happen. Well, I've just got my, I'm just sitting here at the dining room table. Me and the dog, if you hear click, 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 that's the dog. Well, now, how's cat dog doing without you? He's fine. He's fine. You know, we were, it was another case last night where we were supposed to get some potentially really crappy weather. Cat dog acting normal. Nothing happened. I'm I'm telling you. Cat dog's a weather weather cat dog. <laughs> weather cat. I'm gonna have to weather quit calling him cat dog because he's yeah. I don't know if he'll develop a complex or not. If I hear him bark, I, I mean, I mean, there's a part of me that kind of likes that he's non-binary, and there's another part of me that goes, "Hey, you don't understand that shit anyway." So <laughs> you're hilarious. I don't know. Anyway. Well, it's good to be here. I'm telling you, it's good to be away for a while. It has been so long. I was thinking about that while I was setting up the computer this morning. It has been a while since it's felt like you've been, you know, out. And now it really feels like you're at the start of another busy year. But you're going to love it this time because of the last two years. I think I think so. I've hugged a lot of people not wearing a mask, so I guess I may be cruising for a bruising. Maybe not. Leisha got uh, a fourth shot. I've got 
double Pfizer and one booster, but I'll get my other booster sometime. I need to get my shingles shots. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, Joe had shingles. I've known lots of people. My buddy Renee's husband had shingles. He about went blind. So boy, yuck. yeah. Well, you know, I got my fourth shot Friday. It about kill me. <laughs> the yeah, other really? two, yeah, the other two, I didn't even know I had, and they were they were Pfizer. The other three were all Pfizer, and I decided to get Moderna because that way I would kind of have full coverage in my mind. And so I got Moderna. I didn't even feel the shot happen. But by the time I made it to the car, my arm was hurting. Oh, my God. I thought my arm would fall off before it was over. It was hurting into my neck. I, uh, I had a little little tiny bit of a fever. And I was just really tired, worn out. You know, that the Pfizer did that to me. I, I went to bed with the first shot. I was ready to go to bed with the second shot. And it wasn't quite so bad. But I went to sleep that that first shot. I went to sleep the day I got it. I slept all the next day, slept like 14 hours the day I got the shot. And the next day I slept like 10 hours. I thought, did, did it give me sleeping sickness? What's going on with the shot? I doubt it. I doubt it did. <laughs> it's, that's the, your body got, working. Yeah. And I got the booster and it didn't it didn't do anything. So that I reckon so. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I had that, you know, last time. We talked. I had gone to get my uh, tetanus shot, and yeah. I was such a I was a whiny little baby. I was like, "Well, it's gonna hurt." Blah, blah, blah. Now said, you're just like. Well, she said, "It's not." Well, the, the doctor said, "Well, it's not gonna hurt getting the shot." I said, "That's not what I." So the uh, woman, <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you shot. say? Wait, what did you? I said, <laughs> so the nurse, the nurse said, well, you just got to keep your arm moving the whole time. So just do this. Rotate your arm the whole time and, and stop and rest a minute and then do it some more. And by golly, it didn't get sore and it didn't get stiff. Nothing. Really? Nothing. Too late for that for me. Man, I, went, I lived well, through it. This was tetanus. It wasn't COVID. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about doctrine except, you know, <laughs> herbs, have some corn liquor, have some bourbon with sugar and honey in it. That'll help you. <laughs> well, and fire water, fire cider, excuse me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we're in this kind of uh, bunch of bunks room, you know, it could hold a lot of people, but it's only going to have six, five. And I said something about fire cider and my buddy Christine said, yeah, I should have brought some of that. I said, I brought fire cider. You want some fire cider? So I <laughs> yeah. brought fire cider and, of course, elderberry tincture. Yes. Because do I travel anywhere without that? Well, you know, there there was a time when people were saying that it was con- contraindicated oh, with yeah. COVID. It could cause that uh, cytokine storm. Oh. Yeah. They, they thought it was contributing. Herbalists that I talked to, they came down right in the middle, and half of them said, we use elderberry for uh, SARS viruses all the time, and I'm just going to use it. And then okay. the others were like, uh-uh, there's something about this one. It will, y- you are begging to get the cytokine storm. 
So, Tell me about uh, the cytokine storm. I'm looking it up right now. Where it's when, um, when because of the illness you have, it, your, uh, your organs start failing. So your lungs start failing, heart starts failing, all that stuff. And you'll get a better explanation. That's, that's just what I heard. Oh, cytokine storm and cytokine release. Wow. Systemic inflammatory syndromes involving elevated levels of circulating cytokines and immune cell hyperactivation. So it's like a it's like a an allergy attack on steroids. Oh that yeah, contributed by pathogens, cancers, autoimmune conditions, and monogenic disorders. <laughs> wow. Not good. It's in the category of not good. No, it doesn't look like it. It looks dangerous. Oh, and here it is talking about how it relates with COVID. Ooh, okay. Ooh, scary. Scary, scary. You can put that up in the notes. Don't get one of these. You don't want one. Yeah, you do not want a cytokine storm. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons you need to do your damn research. I'm sorry. Well, right, and have your research not be on social media. Oh, well, somebody told me that they were told by somebody who told somebody else. It's like, just put it in a Google search. That'll be confusing enough. Golly. Better yet, go to a place, you know, a reputable place that's done the research, like John Hopkins or, 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 or like Mayo Clinic or, yeah. God forbid, yeah. the CDC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't trust it because it says it's whatever Fauci said, whatever. Right. Well, I need to get over that. I need to quit. We haven't even got started yet, and I'm already going. So I know. I know. It's just crazy. Well, I had a thing the other night. It was Tuesday. Um, you know, they had just, like, 36 hours before that, the Russians had marched out of Bucha, and they found all oh. those corpses, oh, all yes. those graves. And I just, I, I had to take to my bed. I just cried and cried and cried. And I went, Tuesday night, I went and fired up the Morrigan altar. And I said, I don't know what the hell is going on. But somebody out there needs to be paying attention. Sorry, crow that out, crow it out. But I mean, if if we have divinities that are supposed to be watching over us, mm-hmm. they need to get away. They need to cut their vacation short and get their ass busy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care who it is you worship, because there's somebody ain't doing what they should be doing. Aside from NATO and the rest of the West and the EU and the United States, none of which are doing what they need to do, which is to stop this crazy son of a bitch from doing what he's doing. Well, we stand by and watch decent. Suburban people being murdered. Oh, well, you know, that's another 350 people dead in that neighborhood. What? Oh, well, we were outraged by it. Well, then why don't you damn well do something if you're so damn outraged? Why don't you (laughs) see some tanks? You ain't got no planes, all you rich countries that suck all the money out of the poor folks? Uh, Well, yeah, they all have planes. They, 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 It's just... Well, Zelensky told him, he, he said, what are you even here for? He was talking to NATO. Yeah. yeah. If you can't help said, us why out. Are why are you even here? Yeah. It's like I, I don't blame him. Of, no, it's like there's some kind of private boys club that he's not in. 
So it's like, oh, well, we're really sorry about what's happening to your country. Well, put some <laughs> boots on the ground. Put yeah. boots on the ground. Put Sam's in their hands. And see if that'll help. Hang on a minute. Diego, go sit down. He's doing that thing where he wants attention. My cat dog does it to a bigger degree, but when I'm, he's like, he comes over here and he just sits in front of me and then he just stares. And every now and then he'll take his wet nose and put it on my foot because I'm barefooted, which I, you know, next time I'll know. But yeah, he'll just go and put that nose on my foot. And it's like, he's been walked three times already today. So I know yeah. it's not so, well, yeah. and, Go on. and I'm, I'm going to walk back my recent outburst and say, I understand why people are being cautious because there are there are some pretty scary weaponry. There is some pretty scary weaponry that's available to the person who is doing all this outrageous genocidal crap. And if he's that crazy, he would no doubt use it. I get that. I understand why people are being cautious. But the time for caution is done. The time for wringing our hands and going, oh, what a terrible thing that's happening. We need to get some <laughs> boots on the ground in Poland and be like, you know what? We're right here. Yeah. And one more, one more <laughs> step and we are in Ukraine. Well, and we will make we will make them the fifty first state of the United States. Yes, yes. And then you try coming through Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a what great I'd love idea. I love to do that. Take on Puerto Rico and Ukraine, and then dump them if they don't want to be a state. Dump them after that. But have have fun in Eastern Europe. I love that. I love that and idea. If we were president, <laughs> we'd find some tricky ass way to get some people in there. It's like oh. No, they're not peacekeepers at all. They're there for an artillery seminar in the western part of the mountain. We're bringing in our best Appalachian sharpshooters because we need to do some training in the Carpathians. Yeah. And there they would just be with all the weaponry every hillbilly in the in the woods has got. And and, uh, you know, and and the itch to shoot somebody. Shoot a commie. That's what I do. Yep, that's what I do. They, they'd be in Poland right now drinking strong liquor and going, huh, where's that guy? That little bald-headed guy, where is he? A skinny guy, you know, swims with tigers. Where is he? Well, yeah, and that's that's funny watching I mean, you get going about it, though. But, yeah, you know, that's exactly what we need to do. And while you're saying that, another important point, really important, okay? Uh, yes. Why does everybody think that Putin is so buff? Well, it, I mean, he was just for a while. He was for a while. He ain't so buff now. He, he, He's just a skinny little bald man. Who's taken way too many steroids in his life. Have you seen his cheekbones? Yeah. That's a sign. That's a sign. Right there. I mean. Anyway, yeah. that's what I do. I, I'd round up all my cousins, my countrymen. I'd put them on some big old transport vehicles and send them right into Poland. Like, hey. Y'all, I got this turkey shoot I want you to go to with me. It's going to be fun. From what I understand, from what I understand, there's a group of people who are already doing it, who are already taking their butts over there and saying, let me help. Good. Good. It's unofficial. The, The government didn't do it. It's unofficial. Hell, I'd send in the, I would re- 
oh man, this make everybody crazy. Y'all hearing this, I'm not seriously suggesting this, but I would reform the Army of Northern Virginia. You know, the ones that carried the, the Stars and Bars battle flag that everybody complains about all the time. I'd reform the Fifth Army of Northern Virginia. And I go, hey, you know what? This isn't the United States. This is the Confederate States of America. And we oh are going God. over. <laughs> we are on our way. I, could, I would make the Confederacy the shock troops. It's like anytime you needed to send somebody in quietly and secretly. I mean, I don't know that any of them could be quiet since I know all of them and they're a bunch of loud mouths. But, yeah, say, all right, I'm sitting in Richmond, Virginia right now. I'm signing a document. Y'all get on the transport. Let's go. A bunch of rednecks, a bunch of Appalachian rednecks. Hey, ma'am, do you need a tire changed? You know. Right. North Georgia, North Alabama, Tennessee, Western North Carolina, West Virginia. I've seen all them old boys over there. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, let's do what happens. No, that's that ain't the United States. What do you mean? You know, you send some women since 1865. Send a bunch of women. We ain't the same. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Now, see, wouldn't that make a funny uh, or a fun alternate history? Is that yes, in 1865, the South lost. And then they became the shock troops for any time we went to war. It'd be like, uh, call Richmond, would you? And just uh, have, them, have them draft a document. We got a little work for them boys to do. <laughs> to draft a document. That's code for get ready. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the soda car. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we got to have them a different way, a different I name. I think I'm going to write this book. Shock yeah. troops. Crazy Scots Irish people, you know, we was crazy Irish people and there were crazy Scottish people and there were crazy Scots Irish people. So what do you think would happen if you send in a contingency of Southern women? Oh, my God. And they would they'd be armed with a double barrel shotgun and an eight, a 10 inch cast iron skillet. It'd be like, all right, I'm either going to cook for you or I'm going to kill you. And it's going to be your choice, what you get. <laughs> or a broom, a broom, too. Uh, they can do some damage with a broom. Well, was it that woman in, I think she was in Lviv, who said, she said to one of those Russian sh- soldiers, I don't even know why y'all are here. Do you know every other woman in this town is a witch? Why are you here? Do you not understand what's going to happen? So I just think we got to turn we got to turn up the witching number one, turn it up here, and support all the people that's witching over there. Yeah. Oh, so many things, so many. I just it it kills me to think of bodies in the street anywhere, anywhere. Well, yeah, but I mean, they were just they were just they didn't have a chance against that no. onslaught. And no, I mean, they did not. It was, yeah, it makes it especially heinous knowing yes. how, and, yes. and I'm not sure, and I don't know that I'm ever going to really feel comfortable with an answer as to why did he do it other than uh, he wants to enhance his pocketbook and he's just power hungry. Well, and and we may never know the real reason why he did it. I mean, other those both are very valid, but the question is why has the West stood by with their thumbs up their yeah, pro, and watch pro, the slaughter. Pro. 
and watched the slaughter. We did that in Rwanda, just stood back and watched it happen. Oh, I don't know. Golly, I don't know what we could do. I know what we could do. We've got the biggest <laughs> standing army in the world. Put those folks on transports and get their asses out. It was like they thought it was like they were saying, oh, they're just those people are just they're just a different ethnicity. So we oh, don't. It's just an ethnic rivalry. You know, it's yeah. really sad, but it's an ethnic. Well, you know, it's all an ethnic rivalry. Every time anybody goes to war, it's an ethnic rivalry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh, I'm done. I'm done. Can you tell? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. Watch it. We're just going to watch this. I cannot imagine what's going to happen when they when they open Mariupol. I can't imagine what it's going to look like there. I don't want to imagine that. I don't want to yeah, see it. No. Uh, but I know but I'm we going to. We will see it. We will see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. You know, Dang. you're supposed to be in a good mood right now. Is this your well, version I, of a good mood? I am. I'm. I'm pretty feisty right now. That's all right. That's all right. I'm sitting in this beautiful place, at surrounded by wonderful people. Now, when I we got here last night, we got lost, of course, coming in because it's in the back and beyond. And we we got here, and you just stepped onto the land, and it felt good. And the people were friendly. They weren't grumpy or like, why are you so late? We thought you'd be here at five o'clock. None of that. Everybody was sweet. They helped us find where we were staying, helped us unload, all that stuff. It was just delightful. Yeah, it's it's really good. And a lot of times we we don't have that. You know, sometimes you go to a festival and people are kind of tired and grumpy because they've spent three days sitting setting everything up. But no, these folks are good. I'm looking forward to having a good, a good few days selling a book or two and yeah. uh, a T-shirt. What witches say? In fact, after I have my shower, I'm going to put on one of those big old what witches say T-shirts and wear it around so people can go, where did you get that? And I said, you can get it in my booth <laughs> for this many dollars. That's right. And you feel free to tip the seller. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tuesday was it was such a good day because everybody that came in, the cards were very clear and they were very clear about what they wanted. There wasn't any of that. Well, I've never had a tarot reading before. I don't know. What's it like? And you have to do the sort of generic reading for them. That's 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 some tough stuff to give out to people every now and then, you know. Well, cause people, you know, people want to hear. You know, I, things are hard right now. I understand that, but they're going to get better. And most of the people I'm telling, it's not going to get better, significantly better in the foreseeable future. So if you ain't got the nuts to stay on it, <laughs> then you need to get out. <laughs> do you know, I think, and now I know this is not fair because I'm always picking on Christians, but do you know there's a lot of Christians in the prophetic community that. Oh, yeah. Just they want the preacher to tell them something they want. They they want to be prophesied over. And I, they've got this thing called uh, uh, David syndrome or something where they all want to be compared to David in the Bible. Oh, my no, God. To David. Yeah. To David. Yeah. I'm David. I'm God's, you know, and. 
I'm God's anointed. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. No, I'm not kidding. They really do. And watching those preachers work that. They're working the room. It's just like watching somebody in a in one of those sales things doing the sales pitch to a room full of of innocent people, you know. And they're just looking for the right right signals to be given of somebody looking just you know, looking at them like and sh- sh- nodding their heads and and they just follow along with it and they just feed that that need for attention or fantasy or whatever. And of course, that's what some of those unethical readers could do could be doing. You know, Absolutely. I mean, else, how do you talk people into giving you thirty grand? And you know, remember that gal? I do remember. I do remember that. That was awful. It was awful. awful. But you know, in the There's end, plenty of people, plenty of people out there with a slick portfolio and a fancy website, and they're all branded up, and they'll they'll say, "Oh yeah, I'll pray for you and light candles and whatever, and that'll be fifteen hundred dollars." How can you do that? How can you do that? I mean, I see, obviously, I charge for tarot readings and for some other services, but I mean, how can you? uh, I don't know. I don't know how you Well, you know, I know that many times I've seen you just tell somebody not to worry about the fee. Oh, yeah. You help them out because they needed it. There's these people don't. They just, it's a money grab. And they're just going to say what they need to say to scare somebody into whatever. And it just ah, pisses me off so bad. That's the thing. That's the reason I have manions is because those manions, I watched their wives manipulate them, you know, and just and it would just piss me off. I'm like, you come over here. I'm not going to let that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, You know, that's funny, the manions, because I I hear actually from a lot of men that I know. They, they get themselves into a situation and then they feel like their wife manipulated them. But at any point in that, they could have said, you know, I ain't doing that. But instead, it was like, well, but I had to because I had to go do this thing because my wife. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know about you, but my husband tells me stuff. All he gets is, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't think I can do that. Or if I ask directly, so can we block, block, block? He'll go, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and that means no. That means no. And I've learned that because I've been married to him for more than 30 damn years. I so if he goes, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. No, it means no. So if you want to do it, you do it. But yeah, I ain't helping. I want I want everybody. And it's not uh, it's not a sex thing or a gender thing. It is. I want everybody to think about what their real needs are and what their boundaries are. So if your need is to do this amazing thing that you think you're going to be able to do, but then somebody pulls the rug out from under you or tries to pull the rug out from under you, then maybe the best thing for you to do is to dig your heels in on the rug or to step off the rug and let them take the rug with them. Roll that rug up and take it home because I'm going to stay here and do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know. That might be too much work for people. So many people, once they get, they spend a lot of time in a relationship. It's like, oh, they'll do anything to, to just not fight about it. And to keep the peace, to keep the peace. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty. I'm done with the peace. <laughs> You're like, bring on the war, baby. I'll keep the peace again when it's peaceful in Ukraine yeah. and in Darfur and in Ethiopia 
and then wherever else it ain't the peace. Oh, there's a big old lizard over there. Ah, oh. lizards. Nice. We're, nice. Down almost, we're down almost to Tampa, I think. Are I don't you? know. I can't, I can't keep Florida separated. I know that uh, Miami's at the very end and St. Augustine's up towards the top over on the left. Mm. Uh, right, over on the right. But other than that, um, I don't know. But I love lizards. They're pretty fun. They are. You're going to have to cut out all that me crazy raving about degeneracy. God. (laughs) That would make a great story, though. Oh, but (laughs) the shadow confederacy. What if you you didn't use, because, you know, the trigger is always that damn flag. What if you instead used the Bonnie Blue and and you have a a shadow government in Richmond? Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. <laughs>